0: Last night, the Carolina Hurricanes wrapped up their five game Western Conference road trip. We recap that entire road trip as well as speculate on the Ethan Bear situation. All that in this episode of Locked On Hurricanes. Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. Without you, there is no Locked On Hurricane. So thank you, fans. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at L O underscore hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And as I mentioned, the Carolina hurricanes wrapped up their Western conference road trip last night in Vancouver. So now we don't have to deal with those super late start times for a little bit. I know they were killing me folks. They were killing me, but, they are over and done with now so we don't have to worry about that and as a whole the road trip i feel it was okay it was okay not great but okay they went three one and one on this road trip with wins in san jose seattle and vancouver vancouver being last night and Got a total of seven of ten points on this road trip. They took a regulate regulation loss in Edmonton. That was the first one of the season. And then following that one, they had an overtime loss in Calgary. And they're four, one and one on the season now. And yeah, like I said, this road trip, it was okay. Wasn't great. Um, and like I said, yeah, the three, one and one, the seven out of ten points, that's fine. Um This is also very, very early in the season. So not going to melt down and act like, you know, the team's a failure or anything like that. No, I'm not going to do that because it's not, it's still really early. Again, we have played four, five, six games this season out of 82. There's a lot of hockey left to play. So we aren't even out of the month of October yet. So a lot of these issues that I've seen over this road trip is stuff that I feel in time is going to work itself out. And I've been saying that all along uh, you have the, uh, some of the ones that I've had the most issues with has been the power play. Um, while it has, looked okay and good at times just as a whole it hasn't looked great and i do think of you know a lot of new faces there on the power play unit so i do you know take that into consideration how early it is in the season but i know i've said it and i've seen a lot of other people talk about it on social media is the reason folks are so concerned about the power play right now six games into the season is because of the issues we've had with the power play in the past of just how dry it looks and just not great. No. And sometimes just not even good. So that's why I am a little more concerned about the power play than say, you know, the offense, you know, not necessarily being there at times, you know, the Edmonton game being a very big, uh, Example of that with Andrei Svechkov doing almost all of the work and him getting his first career regular season hat trick in that game. Natchez uh, netting a goal as well, and yet they still lose. So I do feel the offense as time goes on, it will get better. But the power play is going to be the one area where I want to see it improve the most. PK has been the same, uh, in my opinion while it obviously has been better than power play it there at times it has left some some something to be desired and it just hasn't looked to be the same pk as we've known over the past couple years again still very early in the season and as a whole with this road trip three one and one you know seven out of ten points i think that's fine uh because I ex- I didn't expect them to sweep this road trip. I expected them to drop at least one game in Edmonton or Calgary. San Jose, Seattle, Vancouver, those those were supposed to be wins, and they did win those. And you know, Edmonton and Calgary, those were the teams that were going to be the tough test, and we lost both of them. Yeah, you got a Calgary into overtime, which is fine. You, know, you got a point out of it, which is good, but... Those were the games where things really just kind of the issues reared their head a bit more because those are going to be those are the caliber opponents you're put up with uh, in terms of standings in the NHL and the teams you come playoff time. I know they're obviously Western Conference, but those are going to be like the caliber teams you're against. You're, you're going to be against you know tougher teams. You're not going to be playing a San Jose or Seattle level team in the playoffs, you know? So the Hurricanes do have work to do, but it is still very early in the season. I'm not ready to freak out or anything like that. But like I said, the power play is something that I do really want to see improve. And I do think it will. Uh, As time goes on this season, I do think it will improve. Uh, Same with the penalty killing. Um, While it's, uh, again, better than power play, uh, I think it could use a little work. And just as guys settle into the roles uh, for the year. And, you know, we talk about guys settling into the roles. You got some guys that are really absolutely killing it right now. And we will talk about those guys right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, our partner for today is Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free. AG1 is going to be lifestyle-friendly for whatever lifestyle you do. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery. We've obviously been dealing with a lot of late-night games as of late, so AG1 can help you out with that. It also supports mental clarity and alertness. And one of the best things is that Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing, and it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, and it's cheaper than getting all of the different supplements you spend on. And you're investing in -in all-in-one nutritional insurance. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's trusted by health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais and is recommended by professional athletes. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, folks, I mentioned, you know, we were obviously talking about things that need to be improved upon power play being the biggest of the bunch, but, but, there's been a lot of good that this came out of this road trip. And the biggest, the MVP of this road trip was by far Andres Sveshnikov. The kid is on an absolute tear this season. He's had at least one point in every single game this season so far. And he is absolutely killing it. You know, we talked about you know his first career hat trick in Edmonton. You look at the Seattle game; he had two goals there. He had that awesome strip uh, and set up uh, Martin Natchez in San Jose. Then you get to Calgary, you get to M- or Vancouver, and it just keeps going. And he is on an absolute tear this year. And we said, you know, talked about it before, but yeah, you know, he's leading the team in so much. He's obviously leading the team in goals with seven right now, but he's also tied. For the league, league in goals with Steven Stamkos, also with those seven goals. And he's tied in the team lead for points with nine points with Sebastian Ajo. He leads the team in power play goals with three goals uh, so far. And, you know, we've said that we want Andre to take a step up and, you know, be that forward we know he can be you know he has an extremely high ceiling and can be you know such a dominant player and he's really really doing that he's you know obviously been really good defensively you know for the majority of his career you know aside from yeah he kind of went down here but you know offensive wise yeah you know, he finally cracked 30 goals last year and he's picking up where he left off and he's absolutely killing it right now and i'm predicted that we'd see his first all-star game appearance and while i know it's not necessarily the you know end-all be-all of you know career achievements uh but you know he's such a good player the hurricanes have invested so much in him over the past few years for him to get you know, just be playing on this level is absolutely fantastic. And I'm really enjoying seeing it. I really do hope, you know, he can continue to play at a high level. I know, you know, multiple goal nights, you know, maybe a bit much to ask, but I mean, you know, he's absolutely killing it and really putting the team on his back over this entire road trip. Uh, you know, we go back to that Edmonton game goes out there and scores a freaking hat trick and doing absolutely all he can to get his team to win. And he's really taking a massive step forward this season. Again, it is still very early. So, you know, we've seen guys, you know, regardless of whether it's hockey, baseball, football, basketball, whatever guys get off to really hot starts like this and then kind of Peter out. So I'm not ready to, you know, hail him as, you know, a heart trophy candidate yet. uh, But, you know, he's playing at an extremely high level. And I'm really enjoying seeing it. I do hope he can continue it. Uh Martin Natchez being another guy that was really, really good on this road trip and has been really good for the team as a whole this year so far. And you know, him being a guy that like Andre, you know, a couple years ago having a down year last year, not necessarily living up to the expectations that were put on him. And Now having him be off to this sort of start is really, really good. And I do hope he is able to continue this and not take a step back like he did last year. That's going to be big for him. I want to see him be able to continue this. Uh, Brent Burns quietly had a really, really good road trip. And I mentioned it for him and Stefan Nazan that I feel it's really only a matter of time before they get their first goals as hurricanes. Both of those guys, you know, having four points so far all coming on this road trip. And like I said, Brent Burns quietly having a absolutely great road trip. Uh, You know, there's obviously been little hiccups here and there, you know, from everyone, but I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from Burns as a whole so far this season. And just the defense as a whole, you know, I think, yes, it has not been great, but it's also been gelling well. And it's been at least fun to watch. I know the third pairing, especially last night, really pulled a big load. And I'm really excited to see where this goes. There's obviously been a bit of talk about um, one of our defensemen of what could be his fate and that is of course Ethan Bear and we will talk about Ethan Bear and what could potentially be his fate uh and the reports surrounding him right after this quick break all right folks now with Ethan Bear uh he obviously hasn't played at all this year so far and he didn't play at all in the playoffs last year either so I speculated at the end of the season that he wasn't going to be back, but he signed an extension. I believe it was two years. Uh, But yeah, he didn't look great in the preseason. Uh, Same with camp did not look all that great. And, you know, we got Jagger here. That's wanting to talk about Ethan bear and, you know, what all he thinks (laughs) about that situation. But you know, with Ethan Baird, reports are coming out that his time with the Hurricanes is going to be coming to an end. And it's likely going to be sooner rather than later uh, as far as him being on the move. Um, I do think because with Ethan Baird, the report is, you know, he wants to play, but the Hurricanes have no interest in playing him. So I do think a trade definitely on the cards. Uh, and uh, he has the potential, he does. And I think you know, a lot of folks were talking about at the end of the preseason that they felt, following that he was probably going to be moved. Uh, didn't look great. You know, he just needs a change of scenery. It's just not working here. So it sucks because I know a lot of folks, you know, had high expectations for Ethan Bear coming into uh, his Hurricanes tenure following that trade uh, with Edmonton for Warren Fogle. But he had that good start, but then he got COVID, and that just kind of tanked everything. And it'll be interesting to see what he can fetch as far as a trade goes. I do think they're more more apt to trade him uh, rather than, say, him getting put on waivers and then sent to Chicago. Uh, I think that there's going to be a market for him. It's just, what will the trade be? Because I feel like he, before last season, he had a bit more value. Uh, not saying he's bad by any shreds. I'm not saying that. Uh, but he didn't have a good season last year. So that's gonna hurt his value. Uh and then he didn't play at all in the playoffs. I think you know, people are gonna notice that. And then people are also gonna note notice that he hasn't played at all this year. And you know, going back to the preseason, didn't look good in preseason either. So I feel teams are gonna notice that. And where he goes, I'm not a hundred and ten percent sure i know you know like your the lineups you know were you know, announced last night You yeah, for vancouver and their blue line not looking great so i mean they'd be in need of a you know defenseman and you know, the other hurricanes you know they're loaded at defenseman you know looking at moving one yeah i could see you know, just a defenseman needy needy team you know like a vancouver being on the cards it's just what are the hurricanes going to be able to fetch for him in the trade i think you know you, cuz you don't really need a whole lot of in the way of players at least on your nhl side you know you're loaded in prospect uh aspect of things not saying they wouldn't get a prospect but i feel like you're going to be looking more at some draft picks uh for ethan bear and i think you're maybe maybe a third rounder uh, I think that's kind of where you're looking at because, yeah, you know, he does still have you know some good upside there. It just hasn't worked uh for the Hurricanes. I don't think he's gonna fetch a whole lot, but ultimately at the end of the day, we're just gonna have to wait and see how this trade or potentially goes. Again, nothing you know has really came out as far as a potential trade partner that I've seen, and so you know Vancouver, you know just the first team that popped in my head of, you know, someone that need, you know, defenseman, So where he goes, I'm not sure. But again, the report is that it's going to be coming sooner rather than later. So I would honestly expect to hear some sort of development on that by the end of the week. And if you remember, uh, Don Waddell said in that opening night, uh, interview during the intermission that that team we saw then may not be the same one that we see whenever they come back, you know, to play the Islanders here in a couple days. So that is something I keep in mind there. We are already warned that that could be the case. And that could have been the case, you know, heading in, in there, uh, that they knew like, all right, you know, we're probably not going to be playing him and we need to find, you know, a trade partner that could have been the case then. I don't know. Uh, I'm obviously not in, you know, those offices, so I don't know at the end of the day what's going on uh, as far as Ethan Bear, but expect him to be moved soon. Uh, I would say probably you know into the week we may have more of an update on him. We also now that the Hurricanes are back in Raleigh or soon to be back in Raleigh, are likely going to hear an update on Andre Kasha, you know, because he didn't. You know, play on this road trip because of a concussion so we're likely going to hear an update I know somebody asked uh, Walt Ruff yesterday on Twitter uh, about an update on Kasha and he said you know, really not a whole lot and you know, we'll know more whenever we get back to Raleigh so that's another one I do expect we could probably hear something you know, this weekend or whenever they start practicing again really as far as andre kasha i think they have the day off today i think so you know if they have the day off we're obviously not going to hear anything at all but if you know they are practicing it wouldn't surprise me if we do end up hearing something but i don't think they are i think it would probably be more tomorrow uh that we end up hearing something as far as andre kasha but We'll talk, obviously, about Kasha. We'll talk about Ethan Bear as well as any other moves that the Hurricanes end up making over the coming days and the season as a whole. We'll talk about it here on Locked on Hurricanes. So make sure you are following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And subscribe to the show on YouTube and turn on that notification bell. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.